And we are back. This is Alexander Juan Antonio Cortez, and this is my podcast, The Art of Health. What's up, guys? So, topic for tonight for this podcast, this is a simple one and just a subject that I want to cover in some detail, just to give some clarity to people, and that is on nutrition and supplements. So, cool cool stuff I've been doing recently, cool little hack of sorts. I came across a nootropic product. So nootropics are non-caffeine sort of brain drugs, I guess you could say, to give a very generic definition. Nootropics are any kind of drug that improves neural enhancement, neural cognition, any kind of drug that has a neurological effect where it improves you know, focus, thinking, memory, or physical performance. So I came across this nootropic by a company and the nootropic consisted of three ingredients, and it, it was a good proc. It was something where I came across it. It was recommended by a particular individual who's well-known in the fitness industry, Charles Poliquin. And I looked at, and yeah, I'm always skeptical of, of any kind of supplement, but I looked at the ingredients, and you know, lo and behold, it was actually something that the research and the science, so to speak, supported really well. It has a, the proc, it's, um, I forget the actual name of it. I think they call it, they call it, I'm not sure what the company calls it. But the, the proc is a nootropic product. It has tyrosine, carnitine, and alpha-GPC in it. So it basically, it has three neurotransmitter drugs, you could say, or three neurotransmitter, you know, in, uh, I guess you'd say like proteins, so to speak. And if you if you do the research yourself, I can all the links are in the article. But if you do the research and look these things up, yes, they definitely work. So I found this product, and always wanting to be savvy, I thought to myself, is this something that I could make myself? And I actually was able to. I was able to source the ingredients on Amazon, and the product itself it was something like sixty bucks for came out to like really like twenty servings. And I was able to buy the ingredients and spend, I spent around $70, I believe, for, you know, came out to like 120 servings. So, you know, it it was a substantial, substantial, substantial amount of money saved. So, you know, 60 bucks for 20 servings, uh, what, versus $70 for 120. So, I mean, you're looking at a, you know, that's not quite, what, like a 500% increase, you know, 500% savings, I guess you could say. So... That's just one example, but I share that with you guys just for the reason being that when you do see certain products on the market, um, or you go to a GNC and you know maybe you're trying, you know someone's the salesperson's trying to sell you something, or whatever kind of the product case may be. Very often, if if you know the ingredients and you really look at the labeling, you do the little bit, you do the research, you do, you do the Googles, you know, as uh, as you could say, you'll find out that a lot of things you can make yourself. Yeah, a lot a lot of multi ingredient products you can make yourself. Maybe not a protein powder per se, you know, but for certain you know stimulants, for certain nootropic drugs, you know, you know certain drugs. If you're if you're looking for that sort of edge to your focus or to your workout, this is probably something you could put together your own accord. Same thing with with pre workouts. Those are very those are very common along among uh, gym goers and fitness bros, fitness chicks. You're gonna take a pre workout, take your you know, take your stimulants. Reality is, is you can purchase caffeine and some arginine. And maybe some creatine, mix it together yourself with some diet soda or flavoring, whatever, and you can have a totally effective pre-workout, and it costs you, you know, ten percent, a tenth of what you'd spend on a tub of powder with you know questionable ingredients in it. So just something to keep in mind. You know, just something to keep in mind. I'm not planning to start my own company, supplement company anytime soon. 
but I want you guys to be able to save money. And understand too, like I just said, that pretty much all the products out there, unless it's something that's you know very obscure or it absolutely has to be manufactured in a facility, there's a very strong likelihood that you could put it together yourself. So that said, you know, and to segue away from supplements, let's talk about nutrition. What what do you actually need in regards to nutrition? So the way I like to lay this out is I like to this, I like to set this up as a pyramid. So this would be the point that if you're going to take some notes, take some notes. So you could call this sort of the, I guess like the muscle and strength pyramid, or the, you know let's just call this like the nutrition, you know, not muscle and strength, nutrition pyramid. You call this the nutrition period, nutrition pyramid. So what is the nutrition pyramid? So nutrition pyramid refers to different levels of nutrition. So the first level to this, when you talk about nutrition, you're talking about diet. What's your diet like? You're really talking about someone's behaviors and lifestyle. So that's when people ask me questions about, well, what should I eat? What should I not eat? You know, foods, this, that. I'm like, you know, none of that really matters, honestly, or it doesn't matter yet. Like, what's your overall lifestyle like? What's your actual, what are your actual behaviors with food and, and how you feed yourself? Because I could talk about, you know, nutrient timing all day, but if that's not something that's ever going to work with your lifestyle, then who gives a shit? It doesn't matter. I could talk about supplements. I just talked about supplements. But guess what? If you're someone that can barely feed yourself enough protein, do you, do you, does it really matter whether you take supplements or not? Does it really matter? Probably not. So the first level of the pyramid, if you're thinking about wanting to be healthier, you want to make changes about of being healthier, your behavior and your lifestyle. And there, there's a few questions that with behavior and lifestyle you have to ask yourself. When do you eat? When do you sleep? What do you eat, and how do you eat it? You have to ask yourself those questions. So if your sleep is good or bad, you know, how much do you sleep? When do you wake up? When do you have your first meal? When do you have your second meal? When do you have your main meal? What are you gravitating towards with the food choices you are making? All this stuff compromises your behavior lifestyle. All of it does. Yeah, and you can ask many more sub-questions from this. But you have to ask yourself these things because you have to have mental awareness first. You have to have awareness first before you can start making changes to anything. Otherwise, your changes are just going to be arbitrary. And I'm not about making arbitrary for nothing changes. So first level of the pyramid, behavior, lifestyle, Yeah, in relation to nutrition, in relation to diet, behavior, and lifestyle. Once you've assessed that and you've got you know, some information, so to speak, you've got some data about yourself, then you can start looking more specifically about at energy balance. So this is calories. So if someone comes to me, I, I need to change my life, I need to lose weight. All right. When are you eating? What times of the day do you eat? When do you wake up? What's your sleep like? This, 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 and this. They give me this data. Okay. So let's look at the choices you're making then, which are food choices, and let's assess the calories. It, that's that's basic as hell. Because if you, if you don't know how much you're eating, and I don't know how much you're eating, how are you going to make any changes to your body composition? So you look at energy balance, you look at calorie balance. That's the second level. Behavior lifestyle, first level. Energy balance, calories, second level. You look at that. Then, once you've established that, or let's say this person's eating 4,900 calories. Okay, we know that's way too high. But let's kind of look at where those calories are coming from. So we look at the macronutrients. We look at the foods. Are you overeating tons of carbs? Are you overeating tons of fat? Are you unknowingly consuming calories from liquids? Are you unknowingly consuming calories from snack foods? Where are your nutrients coming from? Are you consuming enough protein? You know, what are you over under doing? You have to 
examine that. So macronutrients. That's number three. Behavior and lifestyle, number one. Energy balance, number two. Macronutrients, number three. When you got the macronutrient set, you could stop there and say, okay, we'll just manipulate your macros. Or you could take it a step further. And if you're somewhere you really want to optimize your health, this is an option. It's definitely something you could do. Look at the micronutrients. So consider, you know, am I getting enough vitamin D? Am I getting enough magnesium? Am I getting enough vitamin C? And these are things that maybe they're not concerned, or you know, maybe I've again I've had clients many times where people will unknowingly be deficient in things like you know, maybe like vitamin C. They don't have scurvy, but they don't eat they have no fruits, they have nothing that's high in vitamin C. And you look at their diets a lot of processed food and you realize that you can have a high calorie diet and a high fat diet or high carb diet, and it can be very nutritionally vacant beyond the macronutrients. So you look at the micronutrients and then you can, you know. Eating clean. What does it mean to eat clean? <laughs> Lean protein, fruits, vegetables, guys. I mean, you know, fruits, vegetables, grains. It's not a complicated formula. But if you don't eat fruit ever, you don't have veggies ever, the only grains you have is, you know, Wonder Bread, French fries, and, you know, Starbucks, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, venti mocha, mocha bread fridge. I'm like, yeah, you're having carbs. I'm not saying carbs are bad, but the kind of carbs you're having, they're pretty shitty. You know, then you add in the fact that a lot of stuff has, you know, added fat or it's fried. I'm like... You're probably lacking some nutrition somewhere. Maybe not calories, but definitely in micronutrients. So that'd be number four, micronutrients. And then number five, you start looking at nutrient timing. So I don't like to change around when people eat too much just because it can be an uphill battle to fight them about, well, no, people are very adamant about when they can and cannot have food. And the reality is it's really not that difficult to change the time when you eat, but we create our own obstacles. But the fifth thing, you look at you know, nutrient timing. When are you having your meals? If the only positive thing we can do is make you have a healthy breakfast, then let's start there. Great. But you know, if you're more flexible, then we can maybe change around nutrition you know, with breakfast, with your lunch, with your dinner. Oh, great. Now you're not tired at work. Maybe you can change it around when you train. And those are all subjects that, you know, especially like intra-workout or pre-workout nutrition, I can dive into more. Um, but yeah, I can definitely tell you as an overall scientific you know, paradigm, but when you eat food does affect your energy levels. If you get exhausted by the end of the day and you only ate a bagel for breakfast, that's your fucking fault. What, what the fuck do you expect to happen? If you have one meal at the end of the day and you're always craving something, why do you think you have cravings? You never feed yourself regularly. Yeah, that, that's, that's very common with women. You know, if, if you're always in a state of sort of dep- dep- deprivation half the week, is it surprising to you on the weekend that you want to stuff your face? Hopefully, it's not surprising. It's, it's obvious because you, you've set yourself up for failure. De- deprivation or falsified, falsified restriction, it's not conducive to consistency. I'm not going to have this today. I am going to have this today. I'm not, no, I don't want to eat. I, I ate that. I shouldn't have eaten that. You, you're always reacting to your own bad decisions. So nutrient timing, yeah, when you eat, does matter. Number, that's number five. And then number six... I started off this podcast talking about supplements. But number six, though, then you get to supplements. Supplements are at the top, tip top of the pyramid. They're like the little narrow, you know, they're the point. Do you need supplements? I don't know. Depends on your lifestyle and calories and macros and micros and timing. I suggest protein powder a lot simply because that solves for all the things beneath it. It's an easy way to get protein in. It's an easy way to improve your nutrient timing and get a meal and we wouldn't normally have a meal, 
It's an easy way to increase protein in your diet, and it's an easy way to increase micronutrients. It's an easy way to positively affect your energy balance. It's a positive lifestyle change. So yeah, protein powder is a very effective supplement. I recommend that all the time. What about other supplements, though? It depends on what you're looking for a supplement to do. Are you looking for something to replace meals? I mean, these are questions you have to ask yourself. Are you looking for something to replace meals? Are you looking for something to address a deficiency? Are you looking for something to improve training performance? Are you looking for something to improve your work performance when you're at work or when you're on your job? Because there's lots of things, there's lots of things that can do that. Are you looking for something to help you better handle stress? Are you looking for something to you know, potentially improve your immune system because you feel like you're prone to getting sick a lot? I could recommend supplements for all those things, but again, context. I always talk about context. This is context. You have to ask yourself some specific questions. You have to make some specific observations, and then you can start looking for answers. As far as there being generic supplements that everyone should take, not really. It depends on what one person's individual needs. Most people don't eat enough protein, so I recommend protein powder. A lot of people are vitamin D deficient, so I can generically recommend, yeah, you probably need some vitamin D. A lot of people are magnesium deficient, so I feel confident recommending that. Beyond those three, though, yeah, fish oil, sure. Yeah, it could be, definitely. You know, other stuff beyond that, though, multivitamin, not really. You know, ironically enough, the majority of food that we eat today is fortified, so most people are actually not so nutrient deficient overall. Maybe in specific things, but... You know, if you're eating, even if you're eating children's cereal every night, you could be having, uh, you know, Cocoa Crisp every day. Cocoa Crisp has a lot of nutrients in it, believe it or not. It does. You know, so does milk, so does breads. I mean, anything that is processed, anything that's a processed food, you know, ironically enough, can actually be very high in micronutrients. Can. Not not always, but can. You know, fast food, not so much, but, yeah, some things, even like crackers, like, you'll be surprised. They'll actually have a fair amount of nutrition in them. Lousy uh, energy source, but decent on the micronutrient uh, aspect. So those are the levels. You got you got six levels to this. This is the pyramid: behavior, lifestyle, energy, calorie balance, macronutrients, micronutrients, timing, meal timing, and then supplements. You start at the bottom. You work your way through. The, you work your way to the top. Over time, you optimize each layer so you set yourself up for success. With the next layer. So this gives you flexibility. It gives you consistency. And it allows you to make, let us say, you know, precise or accurate choices with each step of modification. It allows you to make changes over time. It allows you to make effective changes over time that accumulate and have, uh, you know, what's the, what's the term I'm looking for right now? Incre- incremental gains. It allows you to make incremental gains over time and that of itself will produce positive outcomes for you with your health. So hopefully you took some notes. Hopefully you wrote that down. If you guys have any questions or concerns, that's all I really wanted to talk about with this, this share that information with you. I will uh, post up the ingredients in my do-it-yourself nootropic that I'm using right now. Otherwise, I will say good night and good luck, and I'll talk to you guys again.